0: Warning! The following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of AJ Orsini and his guests exclusively. But seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. All this talk about professional wrestling, and I've got so many other interests. And we're going to talk about some of those interests here today because I am going to take a trip, me and my brother. We're going to take a trip, and we're going to find out what's on the horizon in the movie world. A lot of trailers have been dropping. A lot of theaters have been closing. What's in the future for that? Also, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I was right. Dusty Classic. Got to talk about that. And, of course, more entries into the African-American pro history game. You guys are not going to want to miss out on this. Oh, you're not missing out. You're here. Okay, enjoy the ride then. Welcome to Orsini's Uncensored Mind, and now your host, A.J. Orsini with... Dave? How the hell is everybody up there? These are your boys! These is is your main men. These are your hosts of Orsini's Uncensored Mind. I am A.J. Orsini, and I am here once again with my main man, my bro... The man known as Deceive Dave, we're here for another rounding episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind. I cut my intro in half because as I'm doing my intro, of course, uh, the Goo Gal, your mic is too loud. The Goo Gal is updating me that WrestleMania has some new matches planned, even though we haven't gotten past Elimination Chamber. I love the fact that everything in my phone points me to wrestling. The WWE app points me to wrestling, Google points me to wrestling. Everything on my phone is literally custom and tailor-made to make sure I am completely up-to-date on all things pro wrestling. How's it going, It's called the the algorithms. Yeah. They have you by the balls. They know what you like. They're spying on us every Mm -hmm. time. You ever been in a room talking to somebody and all of a sudden your phone gives you a sponsored ad about the thing you're talking about? Yeah. It's spooky as hell. It's also spooky until high. it's not spooky anymore, and then that's where it starts to really get scary. Then it gets real, <laughs> and then they start knocking on your door and shit, bro. Mm-hmm. We 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 are on a time crunch. Uh, I am recording this Friday the nineteenth. This will uh, not be dropped Saturday the twentieth. Really? No, it will not. It will be dropped uh, early afternoon on Sunday. Okay. I will not be dropping it Saturday night. Because I is busy Saturday night. I'm going to be live, baby. We're going to be live on the Fight Network, Fight.tv. I've been promoting this for a little while now on my social medias. I'll just go ahead and knock this out of the way early. I will be live. I will be sitting at the table right next to my main man, Mike Falvo, as we call the action. The era of GSW begins tomorrow night or tonight Or yesterday, because this is coming out on Sunday. Yesterday, in case you missed it, that's fine. You can still go to the app and check it out. Fight, F-I-T-E dot TV. All you got to do is search GSW. It'll come up. Global Syndicate Wrestling. The event is called Inception. A lot of matches on the card. Our main event, of course, Alexander Hammerstone of MLW fame. The current, the only... National Openweight Champion for MLW will be competing to hopefully be crowned the first ever GSW World Champion here at this okay. event, but he's got to get past Austin Aries to do it. One of the greats oh. in the history oh. of the game. Let's see game how those two, yeah, look, let, let's let those two battle it out. A lot of other talents: Michael Elgin, Diana Peraza. I mean, the list goes on and on. This is a stat card, top to bottom, and I am going to have my voice all over it, Ooh. so you can check it again. Fight F I T E TV. You can check it out. On your web browser, you can download the app on any device that takes apps—Google uh, Store, Apple Store, all that stuff—and you can get the Fight app again. Search GSW. If you don't feel like typing in Global Syndicate Wrestling, which is a mouthful, just go ahead, GSW. It'll pop up. Called Inception. My face is not on the flyer, which is a mistake, but you'll hear my voice all night, and uh, <laughs> and all those guys uh, and gals will be doing their thing. So that's why I'm not promo- I'm not putting my show out. Uh, I thought it would be silly to put out an episode live while I'm on the air. So I just I know you can schedule things, but I don't like the way the Facebook does things certain times. I like to be more in control of it. So Sunday afternoon, I'll time it, and then uh, we'll have that released for you guys there. So it's going to be okay. a little So it's not a matter of not being able to. You just want to space it out. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, I want to space it out. I, I don't gotcha. want to put anything up that... Uh, You know, I want to be able to keep track of everything that's going on. I don't want to mix things up. You know, I'm not going to promote one link and then another link, and then people get confused really easy. Right. So I understand. Yeah, I'm just going to (laughs) space that whole shit out there. That's good. That's very respect. If if I if I I do say so myself, that is very respectable on your part, because it's very easy to do some cross promotion there. Yes. And uh, you are being very selfless in a in a in a. A business where it's like yeah. put your name on everything that you can because you need every eyeball that you can. So, yes, as that is very respectful. Yeah, also, I did not know you were going to do that, and that was the no, that was a last minute that decision out. that I did earlier today. I, I did forget to mention it to you before we went on the air and we were talking, but it, it dawned on me as I started promoting it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that it's not going to go at the same time. The way that I figure it is, is here, here's the deal, folks this this podcast I'm contru- I am completely 100% in control of. I decide when it gets aired, I decide when it goes up, I decide how it goes up. So if I was to release my episode the same time that I'm being paid to be on the air to talk about somebody else's shit, that don't, that don't jive with me very well. So as far as I am concerned, I was paid uh, very handsomely to make sure that Saturday is their day.
1: Right. So I'm
0: going to give them their day and I'll pull out my shit the next day. Sweet. You should definitely <laughs> do a post. Oh, I'm going to be recording that, a lot so of shit. It, so they can expect... Like, and and instead of looking for the podcast on Saturday, yeah. they can look for the... I was going to do stuff. a video. I was going to do a video earlier in the day because I'm going to be there earlier in the day. Right. And I was going to record from the spot so they could see it behind me. Look, this is what I'm doing. Look at all this fancy lights and shit. Nice. This is where I'm going to be at. So uh, it'll be come out tomorrow. Plus... Uh, they might People who are fans of the podcast, the Squad of O, as I refer to them, keep mm-hmm. your eye open because I, if I'm not mistaken, I do believe the pre-show for the event, I'm going to be doing it on the official or CD's Uncensored Mind Facebook page. Uh, much like we go live for our events, I do believe I've got the green light to go live Saturday uh, and just talk about Carl a little bit, maybe get some interviews in there from some people that are going to be in the building, do a little hyping. You know, and see what's up. So that you guys might get a chance to see some exclusive shit on the social media uh, Saturday, pretty much all day Saturday, because I'm gonna be there around three o'clock, and the event's not till eight. So <laughs> I'm gonna be filming the time somehow. Believe you me. So right. there might be some shit up there, some exclusive shit. Who knows? I might be able to finally get Austin Aries to open up as to why he's. You know, so into himself lately. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Open up. Let the people in. The people. Let the uh-huh. people in, Austin. Let us um, in. I might be the guy to save Austin Aries' career. You don't know. I could I could be the guy. I've got confidence in myself. Or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. He might just be Austin Aries at the end of the day. I mean. uh, but you know what Austin Aries is not, sir? Austin mm-hmm. Aries is a great wrestler. But what he is not uh-huh. is an addition into the African American <laughs> history books. He is not in addition to that. He is as Caucasian as Caucasian could be. I assume in his later years he'll replace the Quaker Oats guy on the box. That's how Maybe. Caucasian he is. But we're not here, at least for the next few minutes, to talk about the Caucasianity of the world. We're here to talk about African American history and progress. And now, ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourself. For another edition of Brother Dave Presents African American History in Pro Wrestling. And now, your host, Brother Dave. Yes. <laughs> what a good song. I only got one more week of that. <laughs> Oh no! If you want, I can keep the song and just keep revoicing over it. We'll use it for every segment, every, 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 yeah, no, every historical moment. Because you said you want to do it again. So when we do Latin, I Her- do, I want to do a lot of when these. we do Latin heritage and women's heritage and all that stuff coming up. Oh, this theme's mm-hmm. going to be okay. This theme, this theme has been saved, folks. Buckle up. Uh, we'll change the voicing around, but that music's here to stay. But your turn, <laughs> sir. You are here to host this segment. Go ahead and do your thing, about Bob. Yeah, so I really liked what happened last week, where it was more of uh, you dropping some knowledge on people and me learning as well. Because instead of me just reading from a sheet, we can just get from experience. And there We all know that that feels shit. much, much better. So we got four. I got four wrestlers here, some great African American wrestlers mm. who uh, put some work in. That I just want to drop some names, maybe get uh, you know your experience with them and how you feel and stuff like that. And uh yeah, we'll work our way through the four. So we're gonna start out with junkyard Doll. <sighs> now he's a he's he's a much uh early career. What his career went what from 76 to about 95 ish, if I'm like around the range yeah. of that. Yeah, um, and that uh that's a little bit out of my realm. <laughs> it's a little bit out of your realm, just a little bit out of my realm. Oh, I mean my God. Like fifty percent of his career was done while I was still in the nutsack. So, yeah. with that being said, what are your what are some of your memories of that? I know you've definitely done pe- uh, you know people are some, yeah some pe- people are going to remember the WWF days. Uh, it's it's the promotion that gave him the most exposure. If you really want to mm-hmm. think about it. it, became a household name through the right. World Wrestling Federation. But I will always remember him. I will always remember him. As the dude from fucking mid South wrestling over there with Bill Watts down in the South, I mean that was it for me. The JYD, there were people who literally attempted to burn down buildings whenever he lost. He, I mean, we want to talk about an over talent. Uh, uh, they love them over there. Bill Watts always gives uh, gets credit for making Ron Simmons uh, the first world champion. We discussed that uh, about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, but it, but Ron Simmons was not Bill Watts's first choice. Uh, The first choice was this gentleman, because he was super-duper over. But they were were, not—they were—this was—the timing was wrong for JYD, unfortunately. Hey, bars. But he (laughs) was—it was not the right time. But he was still over like Rover. He was still in all the main events, uh, including wrestling Bill Watts. I mean, he wrestled the greats. His career— uh, to this day, when they see the chain and the... come on, this this JYD baby, the junkyard dog, and those right. promos, boy. Uh, up until that point, I'm gonna be honest, there weren't too many African American males that really got me with the promo. This guy, oh man, boy, talker, when he got the juking and the jiving, boy, you, oh, he bought the ooh old school baby, the, your grandfather's favorite type of wrestler. When he starts juking and jiving and the barking and the boy, he ready to fuck somebody up. JYD man, he was the man. Oh my goodness gracious So um, I'm assuming It shouldn't even be a question But I'm sure he was inducted right I believe he was Uh, Yeah I got it in front of me 2004 yes 2004 okay there you go And I think that was a legacy vote because to be honest with you He didn't really do a whole lot in the WWE uh, I think right. Cornette told the story On his podcast where as WWE had gotten him right Toward the tail end of all of that Popularity that he already had Right. And he was kind of starting to lose himself a little bit physically. And uh, he had some extracurricular activities that were getting in the way. They they cleaned him up in WWE a little bit. Kind of got on him about it. But by then, the kind of bloom was kind of off the rose by then. Uh,
1: right. When
0: WWE w- uh, went down, he, he got a few things together in WCW. But that was kind of, that was getting toward the end there. But at his height, brother, there was there was nobody bigger. It was, yeah, it was a tag. He was a what? A tag team champion one time. With uh, Ricky Morton, yes. Oh, Rich. look at that! Is that right? Yes, yeah. he, you absolutely so. right. That was the uh, you're you're talking about the six man tag team. The six man tag team. Yeah, game. that's when the, the three guys. Yeah, so those. Uh, wait, they, so wait, what? Three people had like they had three six man tag the belt? three on three. Right, so three guys have a title. Oh, they, uh, they try to the they try to they try to freak the tag team game. Well, with the, well, hold on, those with belts three still three exist. Threes. Those belts still exist. Ring of Honor has six man tag title tag team championships right now yuck it's just a, it's an excuse to get more people into the match and blah 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 blah. but i mean if it's if it i mean it's hard enough to get two people to tag team together let alone three people to tag team together but no that's pretty cool i didn't even know that existed see, there you go, see? How, when when did uh, what's the earliest date of wrestling god damn dude i mean Adamant. Like, how far back does think, it go? Like, does it go really far If back? I'm not mistaken, I need to brush up on my Bible, but I think Cain took down Abel with a single leg. I think it goes all the Ooh, way back. I think okay, it goes all okay. the way back. I mean, Greco-Roman, the Greeks. I mean, this, this goes... If gonna ask I was you me just the question... wondering, because I'm just going through some of these older wrestlers, and yeah. it seems like it maybe it's just because of where we are now and uh, just how old I am, I suppose. But yeah. it feels like that... Uh, African-American wrestlers go pretty far back. And I, I think that's really surprising to me. They go really far back, but the reason why you don't hear much about them is like we spoke about two weeks ago. A lot of these promoters and a lot of these people that hired the blacks didn't really respect them the same as they respected the other boys. So the history right. is a little looser because God knows, you know, how many feds do you, do you think might have had two, three, four, or five different black guys, but you only heard about one? Right, because the one is the one that got over, and that's the one you hear about. You probably well, I mean, back in the day, so to more. hear about one at all, it was a tremendous like, yeah, you know what I mean. Even, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, well, I mean, we're talking like for instance, to bring it back to Jyd Mid South, right? That's the company I'm talking about where he was at his highest. Right. Uh, he had won the Mid South Louisiana Championship three times, North American Heavyweight Championship four time He won the tag titles eight times, all with white guys: Buck Robley, Terry Orndorff, Killer Carr, Cox, Dick Murdoch. Mike right. George, Mr. Olympia. Like there these were all different types of guys. It was just him. You know, right. and, and and still he was so over that I mean, Corny would tell stories where it was like people would sell out the Superdome. The big building, the 70,000, 80,000 seat building just to see him fight whoever the fuck he was fighting. They didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. JYD's on the card. Okay, I'm there. That's it. We're postponing funerals to the next day. We're postponing weddings (laughs) to the next (laughs) day. We're going to push it back. He's like, well, how long do you want me to hold this body? Until JYD says he's tired and he's going home. That's it. If he's booked, I'm going. That's it. Well, that's cool. I I thought that was pretty interesting. I learned a little bit about him. Definitely kicked the door open. So the next guy... Next guy is going to be... Is somebody who I swear... after, Especially after like watching our last segment with the weddings and all that stuff. Yeah. Man, this guy had his hand in everything, dude. <laughs> he was everywhere. Let's talk a little bit about The Godfather. Hold on. Do you want to talk about The Godfather? Or do you want to talk about Kama Mustafa? Or I want to you- talk about the man who... Did all of this, or do you want to talk about Kama, the supreme fighting machine, or do you <laughs> want to talk about yeah, machine? or do you want to talk right about <laughs> talk about Papa Shango? Like, uh, oh. which character are you talking about? <laughs> this oh my God, all of them. This dude is just man. He yeah, he's he, just a man. How, how long was his run? Hold long on, long time, long time. He was uh, with the WWE for for early a fair career, nineteen eighty nine. Really? I feel that I feel like he might have actually been a little bit later than that. As far as his debut. Yeah, right? I well, guess. 80s, I mean, right? yeah. And then he went all the way up until what, like oh seven oh five. Yeah, he went. For, yeah. Because he was he was taking uh, he was taking bookings. Let's give uh, him eighty five. Let's give him eighty five to oh five. Mister Charles Wright. Oh man. Yeah, that's a run, man. No, but here's the deal. Here's the best part about the Godfather, folks. He did pimp. He did <laughs> earlier in the reason why uh, you see his pro career. You said started 1989. Before doing that, though, bro, he he he'd been in he he'd, he'd been in the early stages of the animation. He was a boxer. This guy this guy has been in athletics his whole life. He didn't get turned to the pro wrestling stuff until later. Right. Uh, but when he did. Uh, He took to it easy. Of all the guys you've mentioned so far who are just fantastic athletes and and who have done amazing things to open up the doors for African-Americans, I think his name should really, really, really be mentioned more than it is because he opened the door for African-Americans in another another direction. We're making jokes about it, but it's listed here. Uh, Godfather, Kamo, Kamo Mustafa, Papa Shango, Pimp Father, Rocky Las Vegas, Sir yeah. Charles, the Soul Taker. Like he had all these different gimmicks and shit. He never complained about a single fucking one of these things. Every, now were every... all of these given to him or are these things uh, he came up with himself? Soul Taker I think is his. I think Sir Charles was here. I think Rocky Vegas is somebody else. Pimp Father might be Fighting bit, machine. A little bit of both. Papa Shango was definitely given to him. Kama was given to him. Kama Mustafa was given to him. And not Damn. for nothing, the Godfather was given to him. But the Godfather was given to him because... Because of who he was. Because of something, right. They took from his so early very life natural. and blah, blah, Right. It was natural. But mm-hmm. he didn't... He just came to the fucking building one day and, and, and he had been talking about changing the gimmick up because he was doing the nation shit which we'll talk more about later.
1: Yeah. And
0: he was doing some of that and he noticed everybody was splintering off except him. And right. he was just like, "Well, I'd like to do something. Well, what do you want to do? Well, I used to do this. How far can I go with this? Nigga, far! I will get you all the bitches, every local bitch I can find. <laughs> Cause it went from two holes, three holes, and then he started an actual whole train. I think at there one point there was a whole train. At for one sure. point, I think it was a mania, where he brought like seven bitches out, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn, dude, it's like he's just, and he and, and then he would just give it away so frivolously. Oh, you want them? You want all of them for the whole night?" You know what? I'm gonna give a move. You got it. All these hoes all all <laughs> night long. Dude, that was such a like uh, uh, uh what do you say, like an influential moment in my life, that age where like Hose the su- the subtle the subtle sex cells if yeah. that makes sense, right? Yeah. Like softcore porn like, basically yeah. all that shit that is just like intensified in your brain because you're just so young and easy like the whole trade to me was like
1: Whoa, yeah,
0: look at at all those girls and they have sex. Yes, (laughs) he's giving them their only purpose is to offer sex to the opponent.
1: Oh my god, (laughs)
0: my brain is crazy because it's so obviously like so innocent, right? Like, I'm not thinking vaginas, I'm not thinking the mechanics jobs, not thinking any kind of style, nothing. That I'm just thinking the word sex and it was like the craziest thing for me that's like my memories of 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 the godfather and the whole train i'm like oh my god look at all those women and they have sex and they have sex (laughs) lots and loads of sex and some of those holes were more into that gimmick than others there were a few ladies that would get up there and clap and wave. Yeah, yeah. And then there was some digits that get in there and literally start twerking. That's I remember it, one. I remember this one raw awesome lady literally took her titty out. They had like, hey, hey whoa, whoa, whoa. He's got to agree first. Hold on. Because Godfather always stayed in gimmick no matter what. He was like, hey, 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 settle down, ho. Hold on a second. <laughs> settle down, ho. Settle down. Good Lord. Oh, my God. Yeah, and there oh, were some gimmicks man. where that was perfectly, like, he never, there were some, I love the fact that he would offer it to every wrestler, and every now and then you get the wrestler who's like, no, I want to fight He's it. a businessman. Right, but man. there were, I love the fact that some people actually took it. They're like, wait, I could, I could have sex with these two chicks all night, all I want, instead of fighting you? Oh, that's an easy one for me. Yo, bro. almost every time the whole train came down yeah. during, like, a um a sketch or whatever, the whole train came down. Yo, Lawler always left with him.
1: <laughs> oh no, he,
0: he like, that was the, the Jerry Lawler Comedy Hour right there, dude. He loved that shit, man. I, he would always it? leave with him. He's like, who else wants? Uh, he's like, don't his, want any. Of, Who else yeah. want to come along the whole sure. train? I was like, I'm yeah. out yeah. later. <laughs> oh man, he he's some of some of his comments during the whole train. I mean, he can't do that shit now. Okay, he no, can There was one lady who had a now. skirt on, and she she put one leg in, did the bend over, and then put the leg in. And when she did the bend over, King of "Ah, look at that one! She's winking at me."
1: <laughs> like, Wait, a at- Wait a second. Wait a
0: second. Oh, that's the whole oh. train. I think is the segment where I he gave me the he gave me the uh, the line that I'll always use for the rest of my life. But he looked at Jr., he goes, "Yeah." He goes, you know, my uh, my family got me a sweater for Christmas. They're like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, I wanted a screamer or a moaner, but I got a sweater. I was like, oh, God. Oh, oh my that's not God. Good. <laughs> All those jokes went right over yeah. my head, man. <laughs> right over my head. I'm like, oh, uh, he got a sweater. That's corny. No. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I wanted a screamer or a moaner, but I got a sweater. Dope. I got a sweater. Jeez Dope. Louise. Well, he was an intercontinental champion one time. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, a yeah. tag team champion with <laughs> – Bull, who, how do you say that? Bull, Puck,
1: Bull, Buchanan. Buchanan. Buchanan.
0: There you go, yes, with the right Buch, to censor. Buchanan, that's how you say that word? Yes, Buchanan, which I you, guess so, That was man. your favorite game. Bull gimmick. Buchanan. That was your favorite <laughs> game. And, and he was gimmick. inducted into the Hall of Fame in 16. So Ob- he was an obvious choice, yeah. Obviously, oh, man. Obvious that guy, what, honestly, man, it's like the segments that they had back in the day, dude, were just so good. And I feel like everyone just played a little bit of a part, Mm -hmm. and it was great. But the next guy we're going to talk about here is one of my favorites. I don't know what it was about this guy. It's just every time he came to the ring, I just got hyped, dude. His gimmick was great. He wasn't like I don't know. I don't remember him to be like the greatest style wrestler. Or he was one of the best of wrestlers that company has ever had. But continue. We'll see. Okay, but that's what I mean. My like, age, where I was, I didn't understand. But there was something about this guy. I just fucking love this guy so much, man. D'Lo Brown. Oh yeah, D'Lo Brown. Oh, my God. This dude with the little head bobbing all over the place. I think that's what got me, man. Oh, when he started moving the head around. When you walked out. Oh, dude, that was the absolute greatest. I'm glad you brought this up, and I'm glad you brought that exact thing up. Because that's one of the most iconic things about D'Lo. People always remember uh, the head shaking all the time. And I got to play this for you. I'm going to play some audio for you. You ready? It's only a minute but, I, but yep. I, I think you will appreciate this because you said you want to learn stuff along the way. Here's, I learned this the other night. Check this out.
1: I always ask me where it come from and I tell you from, from Friday. Because when Chris Tuck goes, okay, and I'll tell you the story. <laughs> yes, so Rocky and I are sitting, I forget where we are, it's a Sunday somewhere and we're, we, we pull up Friday on a DVD, we watch it. That spot where Chris Tuck goes, you got knocked that bleep out, you know? And so the next night, Rocky's wrestling Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock gets, Rocky tosses Ken to the floor Oh, I like, right up there. You're knocked out. And I was like, That's to I'm old. gonna keep doing and, that. And, but no, it's even more. So, first, my first thought was I just cussed on national TV. I'm gonna get fined. So you know when you go back to the curtain, there's two Vinces. Either Vince goes, or Vince goes, pull the glasses down. Pull the glasses down. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, hey. And, hey. It, and it gives it gives you the finger. Hey, yo. So here I am, I'm a bad dealer. Walk the back, we nation, we nation. I go to the curtain, I go, and Vince goes. You know, that uh, thing you do with your head. Keep doing it. <laughs> That's it?
0: That's it? Yeah. So I, I, I don't care. I didn't get fined. <laughs> he said, keep doing uh, it. Uh, well, people, uh, see, we just did audio. So what he said there's two Vince's and he comes through the curtain, the two Vince's is the first one is he just pulls the glasses down and does a thumbs up. And then the second one is he pulls the glasses out and does the whole "come here" with the finger. Like come here, come here. When you get to come here with the finger, you did something fucked up, really bad, really bad. I'll never forget. And no, uh, Kevin Owens didn't get a single finger. uh, Vince didn't look at Kevin. Kevin came through the curtain and did the whole deal. It was was after a WrestleMania match too with Jericho. He comes through the back and he goes, "Was that good?" And Vince just doesn't even look at him. He just goes, "No." Is that everything all right? We'll talk later. <laughs> Jesus. God. That's not what you want to hear after a Romanian match. No, no not sir. from the boss. Not after wrestling Chris Jericho. That's not a good no, sign for you. But, yeah, not that's. Not at all. I wanted to show that on the show the whole. He got it from Friday. There it is. Mystery solved. You got knocked the fuck out, But D-Lo, I mean, you couldn't have done the head knot without the knock the fuck out part. Like, he got carried
1: away. He just did it. He's on national TV. He was in the moment.
0: He was feeling it. Got knocked the fuck out, bro. That's what happened. I respect that. I respect that. (laughs) Oh, man, this guy is great. Nation of Domination. It looks like he has a bunch of gimmicks. A lot of these, you remember? Yes, Uh. well, hold on a second, because I want to make sure, as far as D'Lo goes, because uh, people will forget, he's got A.C. E. Connor, Ace the Animal, Ace Brown, D'Lo Brown, yeah, I know all that stuff, but here's the deal, here's the real... Yeah, his accomplishment list is big. Here's the part, yeah, of D'Lo Brown that people either don't know or not too familiar with, and they really, really, it's unfortunate, they really should be. Right. Uh, D'Lo Brown's a certified public accountant, right? They've said that on the show a few times he's a CPA. This guy does taxes. He's good with numbers. His right. introduction and Wikipedia here does not even really have it? I guess because they don't they didn't really do their homework on this. But dealer certified Brown. Connor is a certified public accountant yes. CPA graduate from University of Maine. Under yeah. and his wife Jennifer were married in two thousand one and have two daughters, you go. Bria and Peyton. There you go. <laughs> Bria and there you go. <laughs> Uh, his uh, his career began in Smoky Mountain wrestling uh, with Cornette, and mm-hmm. he, what he, what happened was is he was brought in to do some uh, to do some training. He he wanted to train and and become a, and try his ass off to get, become a pro wrestler or whatever. But it, it, he went in there and did a little training. Uh, mm-hmm. He wasn't a great promo uh, at the time, okay, and he, and he wasn't really that infatuated with the business as a whole at that time. Though it was D-Lo. he didn't become obsessed till later, but right. His work is, I think, what people really need to know more about D'Lo Brown. He's one of, to this day, and I've been watching wrestling my whole life, my whole life, to this day, I can't think of a man that size who moves that smooth. He transitions from thing to thing so won- so beautifully, so perfect his technique, his ability. This is where the worker part comes in. So the fans are probably not going to understand this. But as a worker, if I'm going to trust a guy with my life, if there's a guy who can pitch any spot in the world, and I'll just be like, whatever you want to do, I'm going to do it. It's yeah. D'Lo round. Which yeah. is why uh, he went in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, when he had first started in into the business there, Cornette saw it immediately. And he had a team called the Gangsters. New Jack mm-hmm. and Mustafa, who can work okay, but it didn't match the promo, right? So so New Jack was an amazing promo, still is to this day. he cut a promo on your ass right now, drop of a dime, right. and it'd be great. But the work didn't match. So they included D'Lo in. He was the worker. So all the tag matches and all the big bumps and all that stuff, D'Lo took all that stuff. He was so good, good at it. good old classic, you're the mouth and you're the body. Right, and he was so good at it that When the nation was looking to bring in members, shock as people may be, they didn't have enough Negroes in the locker room to do it. So Mm -hmm. they were like, well, I got a guy down in Smoky Mountain who's a fantastic worker and he can do some of that stuff for you. And that's how D'Lo got into the nation. Not because he had a promo, not because of his gimmick, just because he was so fucking smooth in that ring and so good. They were like, Here, we're gonna bring you in. And when he got there, that's when the whole gimmick started and the nation and then Dan Severn ripped his pectorals off the bone from a submission hold, so he had the chest protector on and the whole thing took <laughs> took off and running. Oh my god. That's where we have we're here, if you see the build, yes, he's from Chicago, but it also has uh, they build him from Walls, Warsaw, uh, Warsaw, Poland, Helsinki, Finland, Milan, Italy. That's because he is the greatest WWE European champion of all time. Of all time, nobody, Four time. time. yeah. Nobody, Four time. nobody rocked the European title belt the way that deal around it. He got, over and that's and what I really love. Honest to God, dude, that is my favorite part about old school, like old school in my brain. I guess it's old school, but like attitude era wrestling is those belts. I, I, maybe it didn't to the older crowd but for whatever reason through my eyes for me like those belts meant something man like when you had them you were a champion you didn't have to be the heavyweight champion and it worked for me because for whatever reason i was always turned off by the heavyweights those matches were never for the most part like my favorite aside from you know the the normal big stars or whatever But um yeah, so like mid tier cards have always been like my favorite stuff. And I I just remember you saying that he was like had a good run with that belt back when it actually like meant something. Heyman X Pac were classic. They, Another one that they, I was infatuated with. I wish X-Pac was black because I wish you could talk about him. I mean, he smoked enough with the black guys to be uh, an honorary member.
1: <laughs> he's but been him,
0: inducted, but him he's, not, and D-Lo uh, had, he's not there yet. Yeah. He'll never be there. <laughs> Excuse me. And he and got D-Lo. the Intercontinental Champion. I remember him having that belt. Yeah, that was the SummerSlam where he uh, he had both belts. He was the Euro Continental Champion, and then he stole Deborah, and then he Ooh, lost yeah. all that stuff.
1: Damn, it was yeah. the first guy that's when
0: that's that's when the peak is visual right yeah. <laughs> you got the belt you got the other belt you got the woman and then you lost it all. <laughs> yeah. Well eventually yeah eventually you lose it all no one no one keeps those things forever No, oh, uh, so that's man. what happened with that his career uh, started coming down uh, After the unfortunate injury withdrawals, and I know people are gonna sit there and go uh, AJ You just talked about how great it was in ring wise. Yeah shit happens And that's why I tell people all the time, you know, this business is not for bitches. This is not a business. This is not an easy business to be in. A guy who gets it right a thousand times in a row can still fuck up something. And that's what that case was. It was just miscommunications on both ends. And and there it is. And then, boom, paralysis. It just happens. I'm not seeing it here, but um, I'm sure they're not going to put it here because it's not exactly a highlight. Was he not? No, no. I mean, was he not inducted? Delo Brown? No, 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 not inducted. No. Oh, okay. That and that's sense. because he works for the competition. He's an Impact. Oh, so he's active. Okay, okay. He's okay, he's okay, their okay, current man. color commentator. He's not going to get right. into the I see it right there. Yeah, you're right. working for okay, the that other makes team. Sense. Yeah, so. He's been that with actually sense. with Impact for a while. That's how I met Delo in person. Uh, I got a chance to I did an episode on it. I got a chance to Santana and Ortiz invited me to an Impact to come chill after the show whatever and I was waiting for the show to be over and you know I'm in the locker room and meeting people and blah, blah, blah. so that was my first time physically meeting D'Lo around.
1: Nice. Um,
0: actually of all the nation members I think Rock and Godfather are the only two I haven't met yet. So All so, right. Well, on the on last one of this breakdown cuz we we went pretty hard on these and and I love it. And all of these they're are great. people that aside from the they're great though. First one what people that I I really remember. But we have another great. That to cap this off, man, Mark Henry, bro, not only a f- like just a great presence in the WWE and having a, a successful career, but also an Olympic champion in so many events. It's just absurd. Well, he this was, man- a, yeah, he was an Olympian for sure. He didn't, he didn't medal in the Olympics, but he got there, and he would have medaled had he not been a dickhead <laughs> had he not been a dickhead beforehand he would have meddled. yeah it's so okay what do you what do you mean is showing a bunch of first place are these not no No, they're yeah. not they're showing me what they are they're more like collegiate yeah, and u.s olympic festival championships so that's right right that right do. gotcha gotcha winning Jesus. all those tournaments is what got him on the team for the, actual the world's Olympics. strongest man at the time right yes. is that what they Apps, called him yeah yeah, dude. Man. At one point the WWE had the world's strongest man and the world's most dangerous man. How about that? And <laughs> I remember I remember the promos of him just like lifting shit and lifting up like yep. uh cowbells or whatever. Cow. Kettlebells. I'm sorry, kettlebells. Uh dude, I was sold. I'm like, whoa, he's so strong So strong, sold it to you, right? He sold it to you. He sold you on it. He's so strong. He's the strongest man in the world. (laughs) They had you convinced this this dude that era that everybody loves. I had to be like the perfect age for it, man, because it was like where I could obviously enjoy it and understand a little bit of it, but it was enough to where. The like profanity kind of went over my head. Like unless you visually put it in front of me, I didn't get the jokes. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like any gimmick you wanted to sell me, man. If you did it right, dude, you had me hooked. <laughs> yeah, it was a, this. This was a good era to, to be a fan of. I, th- you know, it's 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 overrated. I've said it a few times. It, it was a fantastic era, especially fan wise. There was a lot of fan service during the attitude era it was always oh for sure it was always push 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 and now realizing all these years later how much of a bad idea that was in the moment it was awesome (laughs) and it leaves impressions my favorite mark henry moment of all time had nothing to do with mark henry i don't even think he's heard it to this day and my wife i've told my wife this story a thousand times i'm sure but the other night I was doing the Raw binge. Actually, not the other night, because I'm in the, I'm in 1999 now. But I was Raw binging 98 when this whole thing started. And I, I've just been down, going down this rolling ball and hill ever since. I think I'm going to mm-hmm. stop in 01, and then I'm going to move w- over to a different brand here. think I'm going to binge WCW next. But that's a whole other conversation for another day. Oh, man. But uh, whatchamacallit, <laughs> I uh, I had the Raw on, and I, I didn't remember when I heard it. I just remember hearing it. And Mark Henry's in the ring, and he's wrestling. I can't even remember. I think it was Vader. And my wife's literally just laying there half asleep, and I'm watching, and I'm on my phone, and all of a sudden, Jim Ross starts talking about all of Henry's accolades, how strong he is and tough. Look at him. He's so wide around, and he's so big and massive. And, you know, they're coloring this picture in. And my ears perk up. I was like, that sounds familiar. And sure enough, I pick my head up. I said, Steph, 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 I think it's coming. And she said, what? And there it was. The line that he said is 2021. I heard this line 23 years ago, and I still remember it to this day. Where the king goes, Yeah, look at Mark Henry. He's so strong, he can eat steak with a spoon. And I went, Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yes. And she heard it live. I had always told her about it. I didn't remember when it happened. And there it was right in front of me. It happened again. And I went, "Yes, that's the line." She goes, "Holy shit, you remember that?" Didn't he that? say like dollar steak or something like that? No, he said uh, like- Jim Ross used to have this line, "Tougher than $2 shoe leather." Okay, that maybe was the line that Jim, Jim Ross mixed up. Say. Yeah. He used to okay. say it about uh, Terry Funk, same era. Might have been the same show where uh, Terry Funk was wrestling. He was like, "Yeah, he's tougher than $2 shoe leather." But the the Mark Henry line, he's so strong he can eat steak with a spoon. With a spoon. Let me yeah. tell you something. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Twenty three oh, years really. later, I still remember that. The day that I forget that is a day officially that I am a Parkinson's or Alzheimer's patient. I've lost my mind. If I ever not remember that line, stuck with me <laughs> to this day. That's it is that is that is that your totem? Is that yeah. when we know you're gone? That's it. That's the level, folks. <laughs> That's when you know it's it's past. All I'm past right, it. it's time. Call up the it's, call up the place. It's like Grandpa, Grandpa. Who was the wrestler that can eat steak with a spoon? Steak with a spoon? That sounds ridiculous, son. Oh, he's that it. That it's sounds done. ridiculous. That's who it? would ever do that? <laughs> All right, bag him and he's out tag him. out of here. To <laughs> the to the home. That's where he goes. Oh my. Yeah, God, but he is crazy. a former world champion. Obviously, a lot of people to this day arguing about that fucking victory and how he got it and blah blah blah. But he deserved it at that time. He. Uh, the the Hall of Pain thing was really over. He did a really good job. He, he For a guy who had no wrestling matches prior to his debut in WWE, you know, his first ever match ever in any capacity was Jerry Lawler live at In Your House 95. So that was a long time ago. He had earned it. Good he's, right. a, he's a great he's locker a, room guy. He's a WWF European champion one time. ECW champion yeah, one time when they were doing the whole it was part of WWE. Uh-huh. The, uh huh. And then the world heavyweight champion one time, right. and he was inducted to the Hall of Fame in 2018. Man, just two years ago. Yeah, just beat that pandemic out, but he's still waiting for his Hall of Fame. So is JBL. Yeah, he did guys. a good. He he looks a lot less like a. uh Predator when he doesn't have, and I mean like aliens versus predator. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. With the hair cut off, he looks much better like with the baldy than with that little freaking yeah. half head braid thing he had going yeah. on, man. But the uh, the beard's going the other way now. Ugh. He's bald on top, but he still has he's got the his the weird beard going down the bottom now. That's it, man. That's all that matters. Though <laughs> your beard is weird. There it is. So that's about it, man. Black there's, history. Uh, How about that? We got one more week. I want to come up with something a little bit different. Not a little bit different. We yeah. might do the I same think, thing I we I think we may more. spend more time on it next week just to gear yeah, up wanna get Yeah, I want to get so many I want a section of. of honorable mentions just to at least just mention their name. Yeah. for the end part of it, but I do still want to pick a uh, I got four in my mind, but I know obviously it's going to be like, oh, well, there's what about this guy? What about this guy? So I want to do my best to at least do some honorable mentions, especially with some of the new people, because there are some great yeah. African American wrestlers Coming right now, the pike, both men yeah. and women, who are killing. And yeah. I, it would kill me not to at least say their name. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. Sure. I dig, there's a piece of me that just thinks we should end the whole Month out, uh, the next Friday with just this shit. <laughs> to be honest, Dude, you, I, would, so I, would, I would, I would, I would with that. If we, you know what, let's, let's, we, and we could consider like, let's flip it. Let's, instead of starting with it, let's start with some whatever bullshit we want to talk about and then leave like a big ass section at the end to just start going off on, on like different, more wrestlers. So we have more time to go over instead of more than four. Okay. That works fine. Yeah, we'll we'll work all that out. Uh, that'll be for next week, and then the week after that, guys, we're going live for our very first AEW roundtable. I don't know if you've been paying attention to this development thus far, as far as where this card has been going. So there have been, I, I, and I do plan on catching up. So right. and whatever you want to say, that's fine, because I am going to start taking a peek at some of this stuff. Since the, and this will tell you how far behind I am, since the Omega Since Omega won the belt Okay, and the whole like talk that. about the TNA or a TNA impact. Yeah, that's what it is, right? impact wrestling and all that stuff and New Japan and all that hoopla has been going on and the that's when I just a bunch of shit's actually been changing and I haven't really had the time to Watch anything. I'll be completely honest, but we're at the point now where things are starting to smooth out and The consistency is starting to fall into place I haven't even posted on my YouTube channel in almost two weeks because i just haven't had the time and yeah. I refuse to just Rush something just to put it there. I'm not gonna do that I've been working on a lot of stuff behind the scenes a lot of things like that So not a lot of time so feel free to let me know whatever you want But I am gonna go back and kind of do some updates and do a little bit of research on what I've missed thus far because I have missed uh, Quite a bit. Yeah, that's right that's good stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to talk about the card. I'm going to save all this because I I, I need to be talked off the bridge. So I'm going to wait until we get two well, weeks. Two I might weeks not be time. that guy, but okay. <laughs> thus, <clears throat> thus far for the card, uh, the Young Bucks are defending the tag titles against Jericho and MJF. Uh, Team Taz, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks against Darby Allin and Sting. Sting just took his first bump yesterday or two days ago or a few days ago. Got murdered on a power bomb. There you go. Get that one out the way, folks. There it is. Uh, Sheeta will defend the women's title against the winner of this eliminator tournament, which, oh, my God, we will talk about very heavy on that roundtable because I I refuse to watch a whole lot of that for a specific reason. I'll get into it later. But Adam Page and Matt Hardy one on one winner receives the losers first quarter earnings of 2021. They're going for the money, folks. Uh, There will be a face of the revolution ladder match. It's basically just the money in the bank, but instead of money, <laughs> instead of money in the bank, it's not going to be like a cash in anywhere type deal. The winner of this ladder match is going to receive a TNT type championship match. Not anytime, anywhere, like money in the bank. Just that's what that's kind of like the new, the way new Japan does it. Yeah. A little bit like that. Right. Uh, So far in that match, Cody Rhodes, Scorpio sky and Penta. So yeah. once again, it's Cody's a top guy, but we're going to put him in matches with not top guys. And, Whatever, And then everyone's favorite topic The one that I've been asked about the most And if you're going to want my opinion on this you got to wait two weeks uh, To get to the round table Because I want to see where how this evolves In those two weeks Because at face value This is dumb <laughs> On a big fucking level But I'm going to wait And I'm going to see how they maneuver But Kenny Omega will be defending the AEW Championship Against Jon Moxley in a rematch In an a exploding barbed wire death match And Mm. if you haven't seen one of these folks, it's pretty messy. And if you're going to tell me that you're closing your facility down due to COVID and everyone's wearing masks and everyone's getting checked and everyone's being tested, but we're going to blow some shit up on purpose yeah, you're starting to lose me big time, but that's it fine. Makes perfect we're, sense. Yeah, there's nobody in the building. Blow the whole there thing There are people up. in the building. That's the part that they're losing me on. Fuck it, blow it up anyway. <laughs> make them make them all sign waivers. We're gonna blow everybody up, <laughs> everybody up. real quick. Also on the wrestling side, because we're not gonna be wrestling heavy today on the second half of this. Um, I wanted to give myself a pat on the back. I'm gonna do it right mm. now. Let me see if the microphone will catch it. Oh. You call you called oh. the out. You called the obvious. Uh, yeah, there was nothing else they could do with literally any of this. Uh, the <laughs> I thing, did a good job. Yeah, I did a good job. Uh, Dakota, I, I named the finalist for the women day one, right? Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are the only team in the tournament. There's eight teams. Only one of them's a team. So I was like, well, they're in the finals for sure. And um, they're going to need baby faces to fight. So it's probably going to be Ember Moon and Shitsy Black Shark, no matter how hard... We tell these people we don't care about these women. There they go. They're back on top, and mm-hmm. right to the finals, as we presume they would. And it wasn't a terrible match in the finals, but the true winners won out. Now I wonder what happens with Dakota and and Raquel from here, because they they clear with Rhea Ripley gone. There's there's no competition for this team here at all. Who are they right, going against? Right, so you should just move them up. Get them yeah, somewhere from there. Because we need, we need some help for that. Uh, MSK winning Dusty Classic. This is a mistake, folks. This is a mistake. I didn't call them winning. I don't remember who I who I did call. I can't remember. But I didn't have a problem with them getting to the finals. I get it. They're the new hot young tag team. You want to get them over a little bit. That's the wrong finish. Uh, Grizzle Young Veterans, which is a stupid name, but fuck it. We'll work with it because they're a great tag team. They were in the finals last year and lost to a team, uh, I think it was Pete Dunn and and Matt Riddle, who were going to move forward as a tag team already. And they were going to be a dope tag team because they were a dope tag team leading up to, they were having crazy good matches. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, So I got the Grizzled Young Veterans losing to that team. So then they get back to the finals the next year, and they lose to a team that literally just debuted. That's half their size, and to be honest with you, was not ready to be on TV yet. I mean just physically just they they're not ready to be on TV. If they and I and I'm hoping someone along the line well, we got to we got to fix these guys up. They won the tournament though. They won the whole cup. So I don't know what happens to MSK from here. I don't know who they feud with. I don't know who they work with. They're clearly not ready f- to be on TV yet. I don't I don't know I was so confused when I saw this. I was like, and that was another thing. This pay per view as a whole, did you get a chance to see the show? I did not. Okay, don't. I have a really, yeah, this was a gigantic waste of everybody's time. I was literally, so here's the thing I was literally gonna watch it today. But the only problem is the app doesn't allow you to... like It doesn't do that side window shit. At least I don't think it does. So you have to have the app open to watch it. So it's like, I'll watch it after. Yeah. I hate that too. I hate that too. I like the, like the YouTube does it where it has like a, P, a PVP. Yeah, like minimize the window and you yeah, know, like, yeah, search yeah. stuff. Like, you can still while utilize you your phone. Like yeah, I know. WWE you have to have it on the whole time. It's so dumb. But no, that pay-per-view was absolutely garbage it was a waste of everybody's time well maybe Uh, peacock will let us do it (laughs) oh yeah i was looking around peacock the other day there's some things i want to watch sounds like oh this is a good deal let's let's do this yeah (laughs) no that pay-per-view was uh, it it, it was not that good at all top to bottom and i'm not going to go down the list of what it was but i just i i watched the first match which was the ladies tag And I saw what was happening with that, and I was like, no good. I can't sit through – I cannot sit through a whole shot Team match. I can't. It's impossible. So I was like, all right, I'll just wait for the next one. Man, you hate her that bad, And then the next – Like, she's annoying. It's a warranted hate. Her matches are bad. They're just bad. So I watched (laughs) the next one, and it was Gargano and Kushida. And Mm. I was like, all right, I'll I'll pay attention, see what's going on. And then they did what they did. And I had to – no they were at the beginning it was a good match and I was like all right I'm getting into it a little bit then I had to and they go Gargano get... garganoed. No but what but, but this is the hilarious part so I go to get my son food I come back there wrestling I go help set up my son for the tub so he could take a bath I come back there wrestling I had another son graduated college moved my family to Long Island and put the TV on and they were still wrestling I was like what the fuck is go- is this a 60 minute match and I don't know I didn't know. It wasn't advertised. These motherfuckers were in there. I'm more <laughs> impressed that you me. had another kid that graduated. and yeah, moved saying. to Long Island yeah. in 60 minutes. That's how fucking... <laughs> I'm like, how the, how the fuck long are they going to be wrestling in here? They, they, it, it was too much. It's always too much. Always too much. I didn't see the whole match. And my friend Pete was like, hey, did you watch that match? I was like, it's our Gargano match. Which means if I closed my eyes, I've already seen it. Right. It's the same. How blue. do you feel about that? Do you prefer... Are, is like less is more for you now with wrestling or is there certain things you're like okay i'd like to see this go for i i like possible i like the idea Uh, people call it storytelling i call it common sense i like gearing i like wrestlers who gear their matches to their opponent if you're in there with a guy that you've wrestled a bunch that obviously you're going to do more in the match because he sees all your shit coming Right, just common sense. So you're gonna throw the kitchen sink at this guy when you're wrestling. Like for instance, the whole point of this match is Johnny's leading some sort of cult, right? He's he's some sort of cult leader, the way, the Johnny Gargano way, and Kushida, for some reason, at five foot seven, hundred and seventy pounds, is supposed to be an anti-hero badass, and he's gonna go, yeah, I'm gonna fuck Johnny Gargano up because he's a dick and I want to be North American champion. Okay, can we tell a story in the ring? That revolves around that. Like he's trying to convert him. He refuses to convert. He does this move and that everything connects to a story. Right. If you go in there and you put this big program together, yes, he's a cult leader and this guy's an anti hero. And then you go into the ring and you just wrestle holds and headlocks and wristlocks and drop toe hold and flipping DDT and this. If you're doing the same shit you do every fucking night, right, uh, then you're wasting your time with the gimmick and you're not going to get my attention. Just be generic wrestler number three. That's it. That's why people, when people tell me I hate fucking Seth Rollins' new gimmick. You know why? Because he changed the style. He stopped doing all the cool shit. Right. Now he punches and kicks, and he picks him up by the face, and he blames them for what he's doing. He tells a story. He's a heel. He's a bad guy. He's a piece of shit, and that's how he performs. So when people go, oh, I hate this new gimmick. Good. I'm all for that. I don't want right. to like it either. That's the point. Right, right. These guys want to have their kid Canadian too. They want to be bad guys, but they still want to be loved. That those right. two are not the same thing. So yeah, I mean, as we, uh Balor and Dunn in the main event, all they just wrestled each other. That's it. It was a it was a Greco-Roman counter for counter, just wrestling match. It was like an MMA exhibition. Right. They just went move for move for move for move for move. Which is great for them, but no, I'm sorry I wasn't into it. I like the, the, the Kyle O'Reilly matches because Kyle O'Reilly and Finn told a story. There was body parts being chosen. The thing about the jaw, I'm going to break his jaw. There was a focal point to it. They yeah. had a plan. These motherfuckers went in there and wrestled. That's it. They just wrestled. I'm 37. I've seen wrestling a thousand times. If you're going to go in there and just wrestle... I'm not gonna pay attention to it. I've seen it a thousand times. And that's the biggest. That's the biggest weak point about this, and that's one of the main reasons why I don't think it should be on TV. Is because it's just the difference between the main card and then, or like the the top end of the card versus the mid to low end of the card is just blatantly obvious. Like you can tell, one is a little, a much more refined—not even a little, much more refined—while the rest is just labeled as in training, and it just kills the the whole show. Yeah, and this is why I get into arguments with people because ever since Finn Balor went back to NXT, he's been having way better matches, right? But he's also not been on any—he hasn't been on the bigger stage. In right. order for him to perform. This is what I keep people can't seem to wrap their head around this one thought is like if if they're as talented as you say they are, then doing it that way shouldn't be an issue. If they can't do that and all they can do is this, then this is all they can do. You're talking about an individual who is either a one trick pony or very not very versatile. You know, if their skill set is I could make a match look as believable as humanly possible, then right. that's then that's that's great. That's a good skill to have. But if you want to perform on that stage, you need to be able to do that and more.
1: Right. And if you don't you can't, see like, if you can't do you don't more see like LeBron
0: playing at like minor leagues. He's, gonna, he's a good player, so he's going to play at the highest stage. It, right. it, doesn't, like, it doesn't make sense. You're not that great if you can't stay at the top of the highest stage. Right. And that's why you have so many bozos in sports now, because they figured it out. They figured it out. You can have the best technique. You can have the fastest foot speed. You can have the best hands in the league, whatever. If you can't sell jerseys, then you're up for you're up for trade. I'll trade you. Look, he's a good piece for your team. You'll win a championship with him coming off the bench, sure. But he's not moving the meter here, so what's the point? And then you right. see it the other way. Players that are just trash, that can't do nothing, but all they do is open their mouth on social media. So it was like, oh, well, I mean... <laughs> We're not going to win any championships with him, but he's got people, people come and they pay tickets to see him play. So fuck it. We'll keep him around. Right. Same thing with wrestling. That's why I tell people all the time when I go to schools, all this stuff you're learning in here, this is to save your life. It's not what's going to make you money. That's why I say, well, AJ, if it's all about cartoony shit, if it's all about acting, if it's all about just spewing lines and being entertaining, then what's the point of the wrestling stuff to the wrestling stuff that you're learning is to save your life. Right. So that you can entertain tomorrow, because <laughs> otherwise it'd just be falling down, and you'd be acting, and you'd be doing stunt work. The right. wrestling is entertaining, but you need more than that on any level. This is not a criticism on just people learning how to train. This is on all levels. You have got to be able to do more. That's everything. That, that that's has everything. nothing to do with. That's not even specific to wrestling. That's yeah. everything. You got to be able to do more. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you have a niche and this is what you do, then that's what it is. But you can't tell me, well, he should, be- he deserves more. That's what everybody tells me about Cesaro. Why hasn't he been world champion yet? Look at the way he wrestles because he can't do the rest of it. That's why. If you can't talk him into the building, then no, you're not going to be the champion. Cesaro's best promo, he just cut it like last week. And even that promo was like, meh, because they let him cut it. A promo from the heart. It wasn't a script. He just spoke and it was good. Definitely the best thing he's done in WWE. But that's relative. Because if you put him next to Kevin Owens. Who will cut a scripted promo better than Cesaro can go off the top of his head. That's not a fair deal. That's why Kevin Owens is fighting Roman Reigns for the world title and Cesaro is not. That's just the way the world works. But anyway, I guess that's it for the wrestling side of it. I'm all tapped down on that because I got more <laughs> I got more entertaining things to get to besides my bitching and griping movies I movies. love movies i love movies. I was very in, I was very like i don't know I guess I was a little thrown when I saw the list and <laughs> I'm like, oh. So he wants to talk about movies. <laughs> yes. Did you get a chance to see any of the trailers that I sent you? I saw all of them except for the the last one because it was on, like, the other page. And I didn't notice it was there. That's the Snyder Cut thing. All right. But I used to do. The Snyder? No, no, no. I saw that. I just X'd it out. Oh. But okay. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Yeah, uh, I used no, to No, it was the Falcon and the Winter Sh- Soldier. I didn't. I didn't know oh, that that was on there. Don't even worry, because like we spoke about off air, we're gonna save that for something else. So don't even okay, worry good about enough. that. But because <clears throat> I wanted to connect that to the Wand Vision thing, but we're gonna we're gonna watch a little we're bit. more wait. Okay, good. Then that's Because that, I want to make a connection there. But so that's another conversation for another day. But that's I used it. to talk about trailers on this show a lot. Every really? time, I, oh yeah, a lot of the older episodes, whenever something new came out, I was, I was all over it. Oh my God, I can't wait to see this, and I hope to do this, and I haven't done it in forever. So right. I, I've there's a bunch of trailers that came out recently that I've been all about. I've watched them quite a few times, actually. And um, <clears throat> I don't know, I guess it was the Mortal Kombat one dropped, and my my brain said, dude, talk about it on the show. Yeah, And then I said, so, so I put the link up there, and I was like... But I also saw this one, and then the li- the list just became way and worse. then it just manifested. itself. Yeah. and then Steph got involved, and now we're YouTubing, and it just became crazy. There was actually a bunch of trailers that I said no to. I was like, "No, nah, I'm not good." So good. I don't need to. Uh, out good. of the two, four, six, eight, ten that you put up here, mm-hmm. I'm gonna honestly say there's two of them that I just don't, I don't want anything to do with. I just literally just X them out. I, right. I was like, "Why am I? Pre-? I'm not pretending here. I'm, okay. I'm not even." going to Which with are it. the two? Batman and Justice League Fair enough. Okay. I'm I listen listen to me and hear me. I First and foremost, I don't care about DC. I don't (laughs) I really don't there's no I've tried and I've tried and I don't know what it is about DC I'm not the hugest Marvel guy either, right? Like, I can't tell you all the stories. I'm not right. the best when it comes to the comic book shit. I just watch what I've watched. I like what I like and it is what it is. I cannot get into DC. And if there is one storyline I am absolutely sick of hearing, it's freaking Batman, dude. I can't. I can't <laughs> yes. anymore. I'm just over it. Well, that's why I had it on the list, actually. I was going to destroy it. Uh Because uh, uh the whole... um uh, robert patson thing and and the riddler being the villain and i just i shook my head when it was announced because people i don't understand it at this point who fucking cares do you have anybody else because i know you do this is why i get upset my boy paul green a big dc guy right who we were just arguing the other day about marvel and dc movies because we always argue about marvel and dc movies and i was like batman superman and that is it That is it. Can you please develop something else? Anything else? The only reason I put the Snyder Cut on there is because everybody seems to be talking about that as well. And it's another thing that I I don't understand why people are talking about it. It's a recut of another movie that was just released a few years ago. Oh, but it's got new footage. Who fucking cares, bro? Who cares, bro? I don't care, bro. Can I? I want to get that on the show. Hold on a second. What was it about the Snyder cut? And the, well, actually, no, you already. I just asked him out. Just, I, it's just the story. You're just, I'm just, you're I just over here. I had no interest in it at all. Hold on a second. I got to pull this up because it. Fits. Like, as I'm watching, I got through about halfway of that Batman trailer, and I'm just like. I don't care. At least you tried, though, I've right? I've seen like this you, story so... Huh? At least you tried, though. Like, you saw it, you clicked it anyway, did, and, and it, you were like... I right. did, and as I'm watching it, and I see the all the stuff happening, and I'm just... Go ahead. So, yeah, all this stuff starts happening, and I don't know. I just kind of, like... Uh, I was just like... I'm, I. It looks like they're doing an okay job, but I've seen this so many times. Like... Is is there really people out there who are who is excited for this? I'm, oh, yeah. I'm like generally honestly like curious. Like a lot because they can't get because em- they can't get enough. It's the same shit over and over and over again. Different actors, different tones, same shit.
1: And my resume on Indeed. My yeah, so God, bro! Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I don't care. I don't care. But, oh. somebody cares? we, gotta, <laughs> Don't, we somebody. gotta
0: get we gotta go through all of this that and up- get so many bits dude oh my this god we gotta get here we gotta clip the shit out of that it for, was it was for <laughs> oh for a drop <laughs> for drops dude oh, oh my god it was the yes, first please. thing when i when i first saw the snyder cut that was the first thing i was like this, I, this nigga is a gorilla with a beret on where in the world do you know a gorilla with a beret on? Who cares? Nobody cares. <laughs> oh my oh god! Oh my yes. goodness! I don't. In the Justice League. I'm just nah. I'm okay. It's, to be fair, it's new footage. My god in heaven. To be fair, um, I I'm I'm I was willing and I was okay and I'm willing to watch the Suicide Squad looked interesting, right? And, it killed me with the whole John Cena thing it looks weird i don't know but out with all those I'll, people he won't be a focal point that's fine but it's just like he's one he's like a sore thumb to me it's weird <laughs> um, folks he saw the trailer with polka dot man and still says that Cena is the thumb <laughs> It sticks out. He yeah, is. Man. I don't even remember a polka dot man. I'm just saying. Oh, Jesus, no. And the way that the way like he described his character, they're like, oh, we want you to be like a douchey Captain America or something like that. He yeah. was like, Got it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh, you, oh, I'm about to kill it now. <laughs> I'm like, no, I totally you're, understand. You're not, you are that, doomed man. with that character. You're <laughs> not killing anything. Yeah, you're killing your career now. He it's made it sound. He tried to make it sound so cool, exactly. but it was uphill really, battle. A douchey Captain America. It possibly it cannot happen. But aside from those three, the other ones were really good. Yeah. With well, okay. There were two more that I would be willing to watch, but they they're not for me. And you're laughing cuz oh, yeah. I know I think I you know exactly what I'm talking uh, about. I think Willy's Wonderland was one of them. Listen, I love <laughs> me some Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. That is the But ultimate that movie looks like movie. he wrote it with the image of him being the star in it. Like, that's what that movie tells me. Oh, my God. That that trailer looks fucking amazing. I have to be so drunk. It, but that's what Nicolas Cage is, right? It's He's so bad. Chaos. It's amazing. Yes, exactly. He's got another movie out. Folks, I didn't put the trailer in there, but folks, dear God in heaven, if you get a chance, head over to Netflix. Type in the search bar, mom and dad, and you will not. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Mom and dad. This is the role... My wife and I were talking about it yesterday as we were going over trailers. Nicolas Cage, he's in the zone right now, okay? So, Mom and Dad, it's... it's <laughs> how do you describe this movie? I was completely inebriated when I saw it, which made it even better, right? So, Nicolas Cage and Celia Ward are married. They have two kids. One's a teenager, one slightly less, right? And the whole movie starts out so fucking white suburbia. Everyone's chilling. It's the usual breakfast and then school or whatever, something happens something clicks a sound something ignites or something and all of a sudden all of the parents want to murder their children now for the record here's the loophole in this they don't want to murder all kids they want to murder their specific children so when the thing hits and all the parents go into this feral like almost zombie like mentality they all go to the school to pick up their kids early they're like oh come come with me and then like oh don't you worry i'm gonna i'm gonna take care of you come on we we have an emergency we gotta get out of here and then the kid would go okay they go over at the fucking parent like crack their heads open and shit oh my like god. right then right they didn't even get far they just got outside the group oh thank god you came with me and then kadoosh like we just fucking kill the kid wow. so other kids would see that and they're like oh oh this is no good. I'm gonna run oh, away. Oh no, I oh think no. I'm gonna do second period yeah, today. So I, I'm I you know what? Uh, geometry does not sound like a bad idea right now. So they just <laughs> so there's a, the only adults not affected are the adults who don't have kids. So a lot of the teachers were like, Come, we gotta get out of here, like they were trying to say, and because they were trying to protect the kids, the parents would kill them because they're getting in the way. There's a scene that's awesome where the kids are running across a football field and parents are just picking them off. Like 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 they're running for their life and then you just hear like a parent would just grab and just start eating at the fucking kid. Right. And I'll mind you folks, not all of these kids that are being killed in the movie are teenagers. Like your prototypical some of these are small children. Small kids. There was one little kid, I think she was like seven or eight or whatever, and just got literally ripped in half. Oh my god. Like a child, child. So we go back to Nicholas Cage and Sally Ward here. For whatever reason, our two main parents for the film, you can kind of see them try to fight it off in the beginning. And eventually it just consumes them. So they go after the kids. The kids lock themselves in the basement and they try talking to the parents. What are you doing? What's wrong? He's like, well, you know we love you, honey, but sometimes you just drive us fucking insane. And they start, open the fucking door. <laughs> you're like, no, not opening the door. And they tried gassing the kids out of the room and cutting the door with a buzzsaw just to murder their kids. It's actually a pretty intense film, actually. It sounds, who came up with I don't that? know, but I love the loophole part because there's a scene, and they illustrate the loophole to you. There is a There's a scene where the adult is, taking a baseball bat to his daughter's skull, right, I mean, just pounding it in, just going to town, and the two kids turn the corner, see this, and they, like, fall or whatever, and they think, uh-oh, this parent's gonna kill us, and the parent got up, and was like, are you guys okay, you're not hurt, are you, he's <laughs> like, I think you guys should head home. It's getting dark. You know, he was being real. They were being real nice to the kids and then resumed, you know, smashing their own kids in the fucking brain. It was so weird. It was just like that was that was the loophole they wanted you to be aware of that the parents are not murdering anyone else, just the kids. (laughs) And then I transitioned to this Willy's Wonderland. For those of you who haven't seen the trailer, it's just some dude, Nicolas Cage, driving around in his badass car eating, drinking his badass fruit punch cans (laughs) and being told to be a janitor for some place at night, night shift. As a sacrifice unbeknownst to him. Yeah, they didn't know. I mean, they knew that they were setting him up. but Or maybe he knew too. He's just a sick son of a bitch. And he goes to work and the things that are in that building start coming to life and they try to kill him until they realize, "Uh uh-oh, he's worse than we are and they start running from him. (laughs) because <laughs> he's a fucking psychopath and, he and this motherfucker crazy yeah. the, the tagline <laughs> of the movie is you're not star- he's not stuck in there with them they're stuck in there with him right he's on the hunt he came specifically to fuck And these that's what up. and that's the point that lost me right <laughs> Like they're in there, right? They're in there saying, You gotta get out of here. You're gonna die. This dude is just cleaning. He's just cleaning, chilling. He's he's so hype. And he's like, You gotta get out of here, blah, 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 right? And then it comes a point in the trailer where they realize, Oh, this guy's crazy. (laughs) He's killing them. Now, the concept of the movie. That I'm getting is that there's these people hiring people to work there, knowing that they're going to die. Right. I could be wrong in that, but that's what I get from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Which means this is an issue. This guy, now, this is what I'm getting from the trailer. This guy then starts taking care of the issue yes. and like destroying the place and all and like Handling everything that's shit. killing people. He's killing them, and then at some point, it came like. We got to save the thing that's been killing everything because this guy is just like the, the movie should be over. Oh, he's got it. And then we just move on and let him just do whatever the fuck he's doing. Why is this a movie past the fact that the guy is just killing everything? That was so weird to me. <laughs> they just We got to see the movie. We have to see the rest I of the guess, movie to man, find out why. They got me
1: hooked, man. They got
0: you. They got you. you were asking all, all, the, right You're asking the, all the right one one, questions. And then the other one... Aside from that, I'm like hyped for the rest. Okay. But the other one that I don't think was bad, I just don't think it's it's a, it's great for the new generation. Oh, I know I think it would be weird because I, I don't know how much of them actually know the old stuff. So it kind of comes off as like a standalone movie when mm. it's actually has a lot of references to no. another movie. No, no, no. No, this, this is a highly intense. Go ahead, yo, no, go ahead. I know what it is. Go but ahead. Cruella...
1: Oh, oh, no. no.
0: You, you went up. You what? zigged. I thought you were going to zag. Oh, I thought you were going to bust something else. Yes. Corella looks really good. I right. forget her name. Emma Stone. But the main actress. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. There you go. She looks like she's going to kill this movie. She looks really good in this movie. Now, to be fair, she's a really good actress. But she's going to kill this movie. I think that when I watch it, it's going to be one of those things where it's like... I Don't think I'm blown away. That's the thing like I'm not like I wasn't going crazy for it, but I, I don't hate it either Okay, I just don't think the new generation who it's targeted for is gonna understand what that character is and it's gonna it's gonna be like a standalone movie well, as as opposed to a look at a, a, a unique look at a character a iconic character's life from an old movie. Do you understand? Do you mean? Do you I, know what I'm trying I to say? I get saying? what you're saying uh, but that uh, my bone of contention with this trailer isn't necessarily that I, I can understand that but I tried, I actually at one point I tried to put them side by side this felt like Joker like the, the newest one the one with Joaquin Phoenix right it had a very Joker vibe to it. People were like, well, maybe Harley Quinn because she's a girl for, you know, the Birds of Prey version. Like, no, bro, this. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Joke- it's, a, it's like an origin story. Right. But it's one of those, yeah, he's the villain, but he's, you know. He, He didn't mean to become this way. It was the circumstances. He's not really a bad guy. He's trying really hard not to be a bad guy. Well, she's not bad. She tells you from jump, like, she's crazy. She's crazy as fuck. No, but you get the sense from the beginning of it that she wasn't always crazy. That she might have thought differently from other people, and she might have been odd. But but the one person, I think the Emma Thompson person uh, character is where that's going to come in. Where it's like, something happens where she zigs instead of zags. And you're like, all right. Okay, cool. Right. Oh my God, but where the I like how the dogs are mad at her. She didn't even get to that point yet. She right. She like she just see... had this aura and they just didn't get yeah, it. And dogs, like, is like nah, that bitch is crazy. But that is one of the and that's what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. That's one of the things that they um they would talk about in the 101 Dalmatians, how like she pretty much had this aura, this energy that made you like be fucking terrified of her. Yeah, especially if you're an animal uh, in, in her presence. And you know she, you're about to become a coat, or a luggage right. bag, or a pair of shoes. Yeah, they, they were pretty worried about this. So it'd be, stuff. it'd be it'd be nice to see like um, where she gets the infatuation with actual animals, because none getting, of that in there yeah. showed anything like that. It just kind of showed the Dalmatians. Yeah, they're, and they're, that's what I mean. If it getting, doesn't come to the point where she like her focus becomes collecting animals to like for whatever. The case may be or even at all even like a tip of the hat because we don't know Maybe she had other endeavors, right? Because the other movie is about the dog So you don't really know which is why I think this is a cool movie but if they don't have anything in the movie about her Focusing on collecting animals or whatever the case may be or at least having some type of homage to that I think it's that's where it comes into where this is a character from an old movie that's a standalone movie that has nothing to do with the old movie and it's weird to me you could have just make you could have just done this without that and i think it would have been just as good no i want to i know they're going to do something corny like uh the, like the dogs in the video right It in the trailer she'll, yeah she'll, she'll get to the owners what, what wonderful pets you have what are their names? And they'll give them like regular names. Oh, what's the name of the little one? Oh, his name is Pongo. i like, oh, what a sweet dog. Pongo." See, I would be okay with that. And then you can go the rest <laughs> of the movie and do whatever the fuck you want. Right, just plant that, that one seed. Give me that at least. Yeah. I, I won't be upset Just plant that one seed. It's just like, oh, what's just, the puppy's that's name? It. Oh, that's Even puppy. if she looked at the dogs barking at her, she looked at him and said something like, because she's supposed to be really aggressive and mean, like to herself, like, oh, they would make amazing coats. Even something that subtle, I will take, and then oh, just God. do whatever you want with the movie. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I thought it was a cool looking movie too. I can't wait to see that. I'm uh, gonna knock out these other ones so I don't mix my movies up. So okay. So all the other ones you said you were pretty hyped on. That leaves us with about five movies. So that's pretty fucking good. Talk to me about. Uh, <clears throat> I wanted to get your thoughts on Coming to America
1: because I know I'm some not people gonna lie, are resistant.
0: Dude. People are resisting right now. I'm not going to lie. I've heard a lot of people saying, like, oh, you know, they shouldn't have done this. And who wants to see this? And I don't want to see this. It's not going to be good. Yada, yada. Look, it's going to be corny. <laughs> it's going to be corny. Because it's, it's, new, it's new school shit with old school shit. But the cast, the people they have... I'm sorry. I don't care who. That shit's going to be funny. Like, there's too many there's gonna, funny people in it to not be funny. There's, there, there's going to be cringe, especially especially if a majority of the people should be there because of it, right? Because the whole concept of it, it's coming to America, the second one. So you're going to get a lot of people there to see the Eddie Murphy stuff. But Eddie Murphy looks phenomenal in that. They both look great. I don't know the guy that follows him around. I know of him. I just don't remember his name. Arsenio Hall? or sitting in hall. Thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: He, um, he looks great. They all look great they have so many great comedians. And I was laughing through the entire trailer. Yeah. There were moments with the young people in uh-huh. there and they're like, Oh, you got to do the dance and uh, Oh, don't call her a hoe." that's, you know what I mean? Like the corny jokes. Yeah. I I'm anticipating that, but <laughs> I'm a huge Eddie Murphy guy. I'm they, going to watch this. When it's going to uh, be great. joked about the circumcision and Tracy Morgan. they're going to shop in your tool. And you then they use. start laughing. Oh, my God, dude. He's That movie's going to be good. I don't care what nobody movie, says. It's going to be corny, yeah. but it's going to be good. It looks like they're retracing a lot of old steps. Him in the Mets outfit, him in the barbershop. But it doesn't look like they're going to spend a lot of time in the States. It looks my like a lot thing, of it's going to happen in Zamunda this time. My only issue that I had with it if I had to pick an issue um is I don't I don't think the whole women could be king thing is necessary to put in this movie like I see what they're doing and it's a good message and however they tell it I don't know yeah, I have a feeling that they're gonna force it on the prince but, but then the I prince don't will... feel like there was any reason behind it like you could have took that completely out and had all the other stuff with the guy because the whole concept of him finding a son that he had that he you know what I mean like now that he's older and like trying yeah. to make him king is a funny story within itself a Concept In itself, but I feel like the whole the woman wanting to be king or be the queen as the leader, even though it's against the law type of deal breaking a barrier. I get it. It's the world we live in right now where these barriers are going to be, are always trying to be broken and put on the main stage. And I'm okay with it. I just don't think it was necessary for this. Not, not, that could have been like, again, that could have been an entirely different movie in itself. But I feel like because it's coming to America, they feel like putting that message in this movie will is guaranteed to get a bunch of eyeballs versus if you make your standalone movie that has to, like, prove itself. You you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I I get the vibe they're going to do this whole thing where they prep the son for it. They prep him, prep him, but then the son... Says, nah, you can have it. Yeah, like, he starts getting close to his sister and starts realizing this is a mistake. She's a better fit. I don't really want to be responsible for all this. I want to go home. Yeah, and he just abdicates. Because remember, I think they're going to do the loophole. Remember the end of the first one when he said that he could renounce his throne. He had the ability to do that. She goes, he told ladies that if, if it means being here with you, as opposed to being over there with you, I choose to be here and I will, I will renounce my throne. He made a big scene. I'm on a train. I renounce my throne. (laughs) Whatever the case, they could bring that back where he renounces his throne and gives it to his sister. And that would be the, that would be the loophole that goes around the rule because no, no king would actually do that except for maybe a king who, didn't really give a shit. So right. I'm, I'm sure they threw that piece in there for the story aspect, but it's still going to be funny. Did they have no, to go that route? No, they probably didn't, but you know, there's a lot I, I love and I think there's going to be some tie into this. I don't know if you saw the, you know, if you remember seeing in the trailer when they made the uh, the Wakanda reference. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of talk going on about the Black Panther film. We talked a little bit about it ourselves and there's a big rumor going around they're leaning towards doing this with Shuri, but it's, meeting some resistance. You know, well, in the comic book, yes, that's how that normally works. And how it oh, has, you think works, this is to kind of build some momentum for I'm that? not saying it's building momentum. I don't think there's any real tie-in, but I do think it's kind of coincidental that if you were going to give it a shot just to right. see how the audience would react to it, this would be a nice cushion pad for that. It's like, right. well, will, will the audience go, all right, well, that's pretty cool. Awesome, whatever. Not a big deal. Still a funny movie. Because that's what probably is going to happen with Black Panther. I'll tell They're you what, though, off Black Panther, what they did such a good job at depicting those women as pillars of strength and strong women that one of those women taking the helm isn't far fetched to me. No, it should. They did you have such a good job at building those characters that it, I I wouldn't bat an eye to the fact that one of them took charge. You're right, but you're thinking logically. You have a brain in your head. Marvel makes yes. movies for people who don't always have brains in their heads. They, they they have to spoon feed it to people. Otherwise, they won't get... That's why they build most of this shit up. So people got to get used to it. It's the frog in the hot water. You know, I first guess. it was cold and you slowly heat it up until they boil to death. That's what <laughs> that's what you got to do for most people. To just do it straight out of the bag mm-hmm. and then have to explain it. Well, why are we, you just forcing your agenda down our throat? Like, bitch, we, you've seen Sherry six times. She's the right. sister. Well, Obviously. to me, this, like, I'm the one that brought it up here. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, in this situation, this, this, seems this feels more like that yeah. than the Black Panther thing. Right, and people are still going to bitch about the Black Panther thing. So at least get, him out of the, get it out of the system here because there's no other, the, the whole can't pass it on. He wrote this on purpose. He's got three daughters, right, which means that was right. his attempt to get a son out of her, and she couldn't do it. Now here's his son who's older. And she than, couldn't, do she couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. She failed. She just she couldn't put the stem on the apple. That's it. So he, now he's got the news that he's got a son from somewhere else. You know, that was also cute. He's like, it was before I met you, which my wife was like, wait a second. How did that child? Well, it's easy, they didn't say it in the trailer, but I put that together. Remember what they was looking for a wife? Yeah. All right. He fucked a few of them. Where, where is the p- wrong in that? Single rich guy from Africa here in the city looking for a Woman to marry, you're gonna test drive a few of the vehicles, I, and I, I love the corny way that, like, the back and forth between them two about that. Like, oh, I've had men before you, and he's like, Who, who are these other man? Man. I like it, it's corny, it's cheesy, <laughs> but I'm listen, I'm uh, uh, listen, when it comes to Eddie Murphy, man, I don't care, dude. One of, my, my, one of my favorite movies of all time, Under Forrest Gump. Is uh is Doctor Doolittle too, man. And his stand-up really? comedies are some of my Classic. favorite. Dude, I'm a huge, huge mark for Eddie Murphy. So I don't care what anybody says. This movie's gonna be great. Mm. Speaking of old movies coming back, where are you on Top Gun 2 Maverick? Uh so too. okay. I grew up around it. Obviously, you yes. were big on it. I've seen it. It's a dope movie, like, but I was never the huge like Top Gun guy. Like I, right. I like I I like I like the movie. It was great. Uh, this looked great. I mean, honestly, any movie that Tom Cruise is in is gonna be ridiculous. So <laughs> Matt, over the top, always. <laughs> he, dude, to this day, this guy just—he's some special man. But yeah, it's gonna be. I think it's, I really don't have much to say about it. It's just—it's gonna be a great movie. I don't—I don't, I, I don't yeah. think anyone would think otherwise. I grew up on it. My our mom shoved this down our throat for so many years, but. I still love the movie. I literally just watched it the other day. Before I, I sent out the trailer and all that stuff, I've been watching that trailer a bunch of times because I love, I love the concept of this film. Uh, just the way that it was described in the trailers. There's two trailers out now where they're piecing things together. And I just love the concept of it. I loved using the little tidbits from the first movie. If you've never seen the original Top Gun, I get a feeling from the trailer, you're going to be lost when you watch the second one. Because there was some teases in that second, if you didn't know. So the Top Gun program, with obviously top pilots in the world, the instructors from Top Gun, the people who teach the Top Gunners, are former Top Gunners. Mm. You have to win the trophy. You've got to graduate the class at the top to be an instructor for Top Gun. And at the, in the first movie, it tells you only the winners can be former instructors or can be instructors. And they hate Maverick because <laughs> he's an asshole. Right. Right. So the trailer gives you the impression that although, yes, he was a Top Gun winner, he was never invited back. No. And that's what the, the trailer for me was huge because he says that he says, I never thought I'd be invited back here. And they said, Well, that's called orders. Something's going on that's so big. Yeah. They yeah. need the guy to come back. They need their top gun. Dude, I'm like Some shirtless volleyball. And some motorcycle riding and all kinds of stuff. That's it, And the quote from the second trailer, the one that I sent you in the beginning, when he said, my dad trusted you, that's a mistake I'm not going to make. I am assuming that would be Goose's kid, but I didn't know Goose had a kid. So now I'm like, all right, cool, fine. You're trying to tell me you didn't know that stud was getting around? No, no. I mean, how many jokes did we hear in that first movie? I just never saw any evidence of it. Where's the... Where is the boy coming Hell, he probably didn't even know. Maverick was probably like, (laughs) God damn it, Goose, you was fucking, you was clapping cheeks this whole time and you didn't pass, this is bullshit. I would just look at that kid and say, son, you know how close me and your father were? I could have been your daddy. Mm. You don't know. You don't know. We passed bitches around like Triscuits at my house. We just passed them around. (laughs) Like Triscuits. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Ghostbusters, was this your first time seeing this? Uh, this Yes, and when I saw it, I saw it on the list. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever it's probably gonna be one of those. I'll just blow by and I don't know, man I think I Don't know When I first saw it, I thought it was gonna be just kind of like one of those remakes, but this seems almost like a Continuation uh, of the next generation. Yes, of ghostbuster continuation, Yes, and I liked it. I yes. thought it was cool. Like so far from what I've seen I thought it was cool when I got past the thought of it being a remake um yes. And of course it, it just looks it looks really good. It looks really really good. I was surprised. I thought this was gonna be the ones I came on here and was like throwing in the trash but I don't know I kind of it kind of got me interested. I'm not saying I'm all the way sold yet right uh, but it got me interested and it has dude, I'm doing so bad with names today, but I got a migraine. I'm not gonna lie. I'm doing terrible with names right now, but it's got my guy in there and I'm drawing a blank on his name. Paul Red. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Dude, <laughs> my brain is pounding right now. Um, Yeah, Paul Rudd, dude. Yeah. I it, Once I saw that was the turning point. I'm going to be honest with you. That was my turning point.
1: It's when like, I started watching, I'm up, like, oh, this God.
0: looks cool. And I saw Paul Rudd. I'm like, all right, we're watching this. We're watching this. this is gonna be um, funny. So, yes, to, to, to those listening who hasn't seen it yet, because this is an old trailer. This trailer came out before the pandemic hit. Oh, wow. It's an old That's trailer. Old. I I've was, never seen it. That movie was supposed to be released. This year. Uh, now, I'm screwed. Excuse me, not 2021. Because oh, I still, for some reason, think I'm in 2020. It was supposed to be released in 2020. And it's been postponed, postponed, postponed. It's done. It's a dumb film. They just haven't figured out when is a good time. Because remember, folks, we're in a pandemic where people died. I don't know if Ghostbusters... Uh, exactly the vibe they want, especially the vibe of this particular film. So uh, as hard as it may be for some people to forget to remember, the original Ghostbusters and the second one were technically labeled as comedies because it had comedians in it, right? So they just, right. just assumed it was a comedy. But Ghostbusters is legendary not just because of its funny moments but because of its actual story. They took the time to say what would happen if... Four regular ass dudes, just literally regular ass dudes, except for the fact that like two of them are like legit scientists, but for the most part, average Joes stumbled upon <laughs> an actual gateway to where ghosts exist in this world, and it would be their right. jobs to trap ghosts. That would be that's the comedy hijinks of it. The original director of the film, Ivan Rettman, uh has is no longer with us. His son, however, Jason Ritman Followed in Daddy's footsteps, became a director, and said, I've got to do this film. So the person doing this film is the original guy's kid, who not only was there during the process of all this, but has pretty much been there since the beginning of Ghostbusters, considering his age. That's pretty huge. Every single member of the original cast is in this film, which was another big moment. Only Jason could have pulled this off, because Jason spoke to all of them. Dan Aykroyd has been trying to do a Ghostbusters for fucking 20 years. No one's been on board. Uh Bill was the last guy holding out. But when he caved for the female one, that's when they saw their opportunity and said, "Would you be willing to do one with us?" Right. And he said, "Yeah, but what are we doing? How are we doing this? We can't possibly still be fighting ghosts all this time. Like what would the story look like?" So the script came in, they all agreed and they're doing it. If you notice in the trailer it's got a much more serious tone I than love the it. original film. Some people were a little confused. My wife in particular was like, "Well, that's bullshit." I thought this was supposed to be funny. Right. But here's the thing. I don't think it needs to be funny because, again, like I just explained, the story itself is there. All I want to know is is what the hell they've been doing for 30 years. And they kind of gave you some tidbits, little pieces, little things here and there, that unless you're a hardcore Ghostbuster fan like myself, you didn't catch a lot of it. I'm not going to explain all of it. They Easter egged the fuck out of this trailer. There's plenty of videos on YouTube that describe it if you're interested. A lot of stuff in there. Uh, But the point of this entire thing is the vibe that I'm getting and the overall way that I'm leaning on this is after that last little situation with the Statue of Liberty and the museum and all that stuff, it appears that uh, the one member of the group that's not back because, you know, death is Egon. Egon passed away a few years ago. So he's not with us anymore. So this film looks like it's going to be centered around the fact that not only is he not with us anymore, they they killed the character as well with him, but he was on to something very, very huge. And the other guys never picked up on it because apparently they all had a falling out. The Ghostbusters are no longer together. So it's up to this family to somehow get this information to the other guys so they can figure something out or start a new team or however that's going to go. But I love the fact that it's just open for interpretation for now until you see the film and then hopefully the film takes you in a direction that is enjoyable but i love the fact that the whatever he stumbled upon helped because there hasn't according to paul rudd there hasn't really been a sighting since new york so whatever they did they did it well the problem is is something else was building and now that's an issue so i like that Well, the biggest thing that I think generations of Ghostbusters teams over and over and over This is going to be a draw and very successful for this movie is that I got Stranger Thing vibes Good because it has Stranger Thing cast members in it. So so good. Okay, but I got Stranger (laughs) Thing vibes And if they can pull that off, they just open themselves to a brand new generation of Ghostbusters that will work That's a whole other thing that I'm worried about now. All these new movies that come back, a lot of people are like, well, I'm tired of reboots. But when the reboots work, all of a sudden, oh, it's a universe now. But this isn't a reboot, though. It's not. Exactly. This one isn't. That's what I thought it was going to be. And I was instantly like, meh. But then when I saw, okay, are you continuing? the? I don't care you bring the title back, but are you telling me something different? Are you giving me something new and fresh? I want to see Oliver. Remember the baby from the, the painting from Ghostbusters 2? You remember? Where it was uh, the, evil, right. the evil painting and then there was, a, yeah, Oliver has to be a full-grown ass man at this point. I <laughs> want to meet Oliver. I want to know what he's doing. I want to know what the hell he's up to and please, dear God, make him a scientist. Because if the new <laughs> team was led by Oliver, that would be so exciting. I would jump for joy. I got two trailers left here. I gotta get Two trailers, opinion. Godzilla and Kong. And we're running out of time. Yes, Godzilla Kong. Uh, it looked really good. Uh, it looked just like a fun movie. Like obviously, like I didn't take it too seriously. <laughs> I love when I was watching it. One of those things that I always really hated about Godzilla and King. Well, I don't know if King Kong. I, I don't really remember too many King Kongs, but like Godzilla movies and stuff like that from my memory. And I could be completely wrong, because I was never huge on this, and I always... Like peeked at the small stuff. Is that they never like? They always did this thing where they they the whole movie was about anticipation, and it was like, oh, you see some of the, the the Godzilla or pieces or big toe or some crazy shit like that. Nah, dude, these guys is like. Dragon Ball Z fighting. They got Kamehameha waves going all over the place. they blocking, smacking it out of the universe, sucker-punching Godzilla in the face, <laughs> suplexing somebody, jumping off of boats into water. There's more and athleticism involved in this fight. They had a little E.T. moment. Like It was it was extra over the top, and it looks like a fun movie. Like I don't think this is something anyone should say that they hate or look stupid. I think it's just supposed to be a fun movie, and that's exactly what it looked like to me. Yeah, uh, you remember Emmett? I mean, you might have been yeah. too young, y'all. You, know, you do. Emmett, yeah. Emmett was the one who uh, exposed me to kung fu films and to uh, kaiju battles, Godzilla movies. That was right. his, that was his deal. Uh, he always, whenever they were babysitting me or us or whatever, that's the shit that was on. <laughs> and that's guy. where I remember the yeah. stuff. I believe, yeah. And then the Japanese subtitling and all that stuff. Yeah. It, 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 that's the stuff that I grew up on. Here's the funny story. I grew up on it. Heard, saw it a lot. I don't remember a fucking thing about it. So when I got older and they gave me the King of Monsters or whatever, I was like, all right. Okay, I'm getting it. I'm digging it. And then they gave me Kong, and I was like, all right, cool. Now they're giving me the big battle. This is the one they've been building towards. But the controversy, so to speak, amongst the fans is just why, in particular, these two are fighting. Now they're not asking... In general, they're they're asking in curiosity, like, how will the movie paint this? How did did we get there? So the rumor is that the Godzilla in the trailer isn't the real Godzilla. That they're fucking with the Mecha Godzilla, And the real Godzilla and the Kong are going to get together and handicap match this bitch at some point. Listen, if the action sequences that we saw, the ones you just described, if that's just the opening match, if that's just curtain jerk. We're in for a battle. We're in for quite a film. And I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't it think up. as I was watching that, I got more and more hype. Because obviously, I don't know too much about them. Right. I mean, I know of them, but I don't have any, like, there's no, there's nothing in me that gets hyped for it for any particular reason. And then I watched it, and I'm like, okay, that looked fun. They look great. They're snuffing each other. The other one's got a, a sword or some sword, and <laughs> they're battling it out. Whatever, dude, it looks good. I, go, I, I want to watch it. There you go. And the uh, trailer that started this whole thing sent me down this whole spiral oh my God I'm Mortal Kombat. Glad you saved it for last yeah Mortal Kombat here your thoughts on I was a, a it was funny that the trailer released when it did I shared it on my YouTube, on my Facebook stuff the minute it was released because it just good timing I happened to be on YouTube and it was released so I got it within minutes but I didn't watch it right away I shared it so that other people could watch it but I was busy so I figure I'll watch it later. And all the good reviews started coming back. And here's the part that killed me. Before they released the video, I was actually going to release a post. Because I think it was yesterday or two days ago, they released pictures. And I was like, okay, look, you can release a script. You can release pictures, how they're going to look, blah, blah. I need a trailer. Because the issues with the first two movies were not, you know, how they looked. People kind of bought into it, right? The story, how they put everything together. I need to know how you're putting shit together. And so that's what I was looking for when it finally said official trailer. I said, all right, where are we going with this? How are we telling this story? Are we really going into this? But when they first did the first two movies in 95, how many Mortal Kombat's were we in? I think we were like, what, Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 3? there's been 75 fucking mortal Kombat's. all of them with intricate stories and character development and johnny cage and sonya have an adult daughter who also hangs out with jack's adult daughter and there's so much history we now know the real history of scorpion and sub-zero and how that happened and how they went from bitter rivals to teammates and a whole bunch of shit so i was like where are they going with this i need to see so what was your impression of this trailer I didn't even really think about it that deep. I just saw it. I was like there was a few criteria of mine when I when I clicked it was Because I don't again like you said it's a story has been told many many times, right? But right. what resonates to, to me as a, like when I watched this as a kid was it was gory There was like a lot of fighting uh, There was a lot of like killing there was a lot of like Breaking limbs and all kinds of crazy stuff like that And then at the very beginning you get that right away like they show you about jacks and all that stuff Right, so you're starting to see like dudes' arms come straight off his body and People are getting murdered and killed and fighting and all kinds of stuff like that. I'm like All right, cool We're in Mortal Kombat, right? And then as we go on and literally in my head it was like it would be cool if they don't do like a a Dragon Ball Z tournament style thing when they're like in this arena as opposed to I'd rather them do with the movie that I remember I don't know which one is probably the first one But the one that I remember where it's like you have a fight and then they're like in this area that's like kind of um. Custom to the person you're fighting or something like that. I don't yeah. exactly remember how it was but like like scorpion was in the woods and then like yeah. Someone was someone else like there was different like you were put in a Environment and you had to kill the other person. Right. You know what I mean? Yes Like that's what I was like, I hope they do that and as the trailer is going on they're like each fight was happening somewhere dumb like Okay, okay, you got me hooked now. I'm ready. And then and went on more. And I'm like, okay, I'm interested. It looks good. So I'll definitely be giving it a listen or, or a watch for sure. I'm there. I'm with it. I, I enjoyed it because I wanted to see how they worked out this story. They took a few liberties, but that's fine because what I also love about this movie is the director. If you go on YouTube, folks, the director himself released a video of him breaking down the trailer. Why he did this, why this was in there, how this influences the story of the film. He broke it down. And wow. I th- and I think that video got more views than the trailer because everyone's excited to hear a Mortal Kombat fan make a Mortal Kombat movie. Right. He wasn't just some dude that was given the project and was just like, all right, well, let's try to t- turn this into a movie. He was like, no, we're doing this, we're doing that. And the beautiful part, I'm surprised you didn't mention this. He goes, oh, no, yeah, we got a complete green light on fatalities. He was like, we we got the green light. He goes, there's obvious limitations, right? When there were certain things we couldn't do. But we 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 went through every fatality that they had. And we were like, yes or no, yes or no. And whatever they said yes, yes, we took the gorious ones that they said yes to. We said, this is in the movie. That's it.
1: Yeah, like, for instance, gonna, I, in the trailer. I know it looks great.
0: Did you see the bloodsicle? Uh when uh, he hit Scorpion with the thing? The blood shot out. He froze it and he stabbed it with the blood. Yeah, yeah. So like shit like that, and then came I love the and that was another thing I noticed. I love the implementation of the moves, yeah. right? Like yeah. where he had him down on his knees, and he like twitched his heel and made the ice wall, and then he threw him into that. Like I was like, okay, we're if we're gonna get a lot of that of like their actual move set in yeah. the movie, we this might be really good. Man. Yeah, but the director I, said one of the biggest mistakes he felt the first movie he made is they were trying to keep it too two within the realm of karate and martial arts. He goes, this, right. is, this is a fantasy game. We can use that uh, martial arts stuff within the fantasy realm and still get a good quality product out of it, which I was like, yes, you can. Thank you. Yes, you can. That's I'm a glad you felt that way. It. He was like the game, because the get, the video game, like everyone used to always make fun of the fact that, you know, Reptile, Scorpion, subs are all the same skin, just different templates, right? And then as the games progressed, all of them started looking different, and all of them started being different. In different movesets. In different and movesets. Like and they were starting to differentiate themselves. And he said in the movie, that was paramount to us. We didn't want any of these people looking the same. you know. Right. And, and we, just, we just wanted to showcase each individual thing. Yeah, like who were us. the ones that were really infamous for that, that literally had the same moveset for the most part? was like uh, Cyborg. Cyrax. Smoke. Cyrax. Cy- uh, Cyrax. Ermac. Smoke. <laughs> yeah they no were all smoke the, was one of the reptile sh- ones yeah smoke yeah smoke was one of those characters from Scorpion. it was cyrax uh i want to say ermac too the red one was ermac right the red and, one yeah, yeah those and, are the two that i remember so many yeah. more characters along the way so they were like right and they created a whole new person for this movie cole young whole new character and people were like well why would you create a whole new character you have so many to deal with and he explained it is every game has a new character in it Right. so if we're making like it's just not like we're breaking ground here every single one that's come out yes has the classics but they always throw something new in there so that you can freshen it up Now nah, he thinks he's fly he's trying to make a cool ass character so they put it in the game i know what he's sure doing. why not but if it works it works. it <laughs> but if it works it works everybody else is doing it so fuck it you know yeah. he's not gonna sit here and be left out he had an opportunity to cash in on something and fuck it it might work who knows who knows who knows Oh, I'm excited really for good, the film. I absolutely am. So next week, we're going to go a little bit more African-American history heavy. We're going to um, go hard. Yeah, I'm going to probably have some stories and notes about my show uh, that I'm attending tomorrow, uh, Saturday. Uh, probably have some clips to air from that, too. Who knows? I, might, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do tomorrow till I get there. We'll see what happens. But that's pretty much going to be the show then. And then in two weeks, folks... AEW Revolution will be live on the official or CD's Uncensored Mind Facebook page. And we will be talking AEW Roundtable for the first time, which could be a bad thing. Because that might that roundtable might stop me from getting hired by AEW right off the bat. Because uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to be as open-minded as, as some of these other people are about what's going on. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try to spin <laughs> the positives here. And really sell a pay-per-view. How about that? I'm going to try to sell their pay-per-view for them. Free of charge. Don't bother with the check, guys. I got it. Tony Khan. Don't worry about yeah, the Yeah, on you, it. pro bono. Pro bono. This one's on me. Freebie. To the over 40 countries who now listen to Orsini's Uncensored Mind. Forgot to mention that. 40 countries. At the, at the top of the hour here. Uh, but we're all set here. We're going to get ready. I'm gonna ready to get it out of here because I got ugh, a million things to do now. And i'm trying to do it within a time period in which i can still get some sleep well i did my million things before this so i'm pretty much wrapped up and i'm (laughs) gonna go get something to eat because i've been at it since like seven o'clock in the morning i'm surprised i hit my goal for the morning i got back early everything is done and i'm ready for some food that is for sure all right so go ahead and go get fed big man I'm going to get out of here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing. And, of course, thank you guys for enjoying episode whatever number this is. I didn't catch it beforehand. But we'll see you next week. 100 episodes now pay him. And make sure that you buy my husband's t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash A-J-O-U-N. Please. He needs this.
1: Listen to my daddy's show. He's the best So I don't know.